Dr. Moms. This podcast is here to inspire you to be the best mom you can be and get through the grind. We will support and stand by you through the frustration, helplessness, and despair of the most thankless job in the world. We will help you thrive when your world is falling apart and provide you the tools to be your baby's and family superhero. Your family will thank you. Your kids will have a voice even as babies, a voice that isn't ignored and needs that are met so you can be the best support system in the world. A healthy family, a family that dines together, respects each other, and knows where to go with any problem. The big question is this, will you take back your family life and build a healthy tomorrow? Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Krista Ryan with Corner Chiropractic and Laser Clinic as well as Miss Dr. Mom. And today we're going to chat about baby development. Now, I had this idea because I had a mom come in and she sat in my office in front of me and she was super concerned about her baby and baby wasn't, she didn't feel that baby was developing properly and that baby wasn't hitting the milestones. Now for a mom to be at home and just think, oh, like there's something wrong with my kid. It usually takes a lot of worry, like a lot of pressure. Like she, she seemed like she was anxious and my heart just went out to her. Like I, I, I've been there. Yeah. You feel like you're just lost because you don't have this massive education. And so we often depend on other people to give us an education or we just rely on them. I've been into my doctor's offices before and I've sat in front of my doctor saying, Hey, this is what's wrong with my kid. And the doctor has told me, no, it's not. This is what's wrong. And they go off a little bit on a tangent. And I sit there and think, like I start to doubt myself. And I think, you know, there's something wrong with me. Maybe I didn't, um, like maybe I'm too close to the subject. Maybe I didn't process the information, right? And I've often walked away and I think, no, like my baby's not telling, like my kid isn't telling me that. Uh, And there's something in my gut that says, yeah, this isn't the case. And then usually it ends up, uh, well, it has ended up in my case that um, my gut instinct actually has been right. And sometimes we really doubt ourselves being moms. We doubt ourselves because we think somebody else has a better education. We don't know what they know. And even as a doctor, I'll do that sometimes. And I really uh, even though I know the signs and symptoms, I will doubt my ability to, um, you know, understand myself subjectively. Like, I, I really feel like, okay, like maybe I'm not the best doctor for myself and maybe I'm not thinking about these things in the right manner. Now, I have, I have, you know, run into cases where I've actually proven myself right and there's been uh, diagnostic tests that say, hey, yeah, you were right. And I, I go oh, like, why did I doubt myself so much? And I, I had all these things coming up where I felt like, like maybe, you know, like, um, I I just had all these fears and these emotions and, and we do that even as a doctor, we do that as a mom, we do that. Oftentimes we don't give our gut instinct the, uh, like the credit that it really does deserve. And sometimes you don't give yourself the, um, amount of like, um, kudos that you actually should, because really as moms, you don't know best all the time what's best for your baby, but 
you know, I don't think we get it wrong as much as we might think. And so sometimes we have to step away from the subject and say, hey, like, does this really ring true? And if it doesn't ring true, you've got to stop and you've got to say, I might need another opinion in this. And you go find somebody that will give you that awesome opinion. Anyway, when this mom came in and she sat in front of me, she was super, super concerned about baby's development and baby wasn't hitting the milestones and everybody else around her was, um, you know, their babies were walking and her baby wasn't. So I really wanted to get on and say, hey, guys, like I've been there. I know how um, how much we worry as moms and as parents that something's wrong with our kid. And I wanted to just go over some of like the really important milestones that you might run across um, or like just so that you can kind of compare your baby and say, oh yeah, I got this one. Like I got it. So at four months, the baby's supposed to be able to sit with a little bit of support and have good head control. And um, baby can raise the chest up to about 90 degrees and they can roll over from the back to the side. Now, these milestones are very like, they, they're kind of vague. Like my sister, one of my sisters anyway, has about five kids and the one kid was way, way, way ahead than normal, like three months hitting milestones. And then the other kid was 15 months behind. So he was missing the milestones. And in her, in her case, actually, um, baby was in a lot of pain and I had to fix him. And once I fixed him, actually, he started, he started doing what he needed to do in the right moment. And it was really great for my sister to come and just, you know, be worried enough to get this baby checked out, um, or her, her son checked out. So, um, this mom sitting in my office, it's awesome. Like get a second opinion, go see a doctor, like just make sure. And it, and it might not be for baby. It might just be for yourself that, you know, you need that, that ah, moment, like, okay, I got this baby's got this, my baby's fine. Because I don't know about you, but those things kind of circulate and they percolate and they become this major stress response in our lives. And we can't get out of that. And then we wear it in our bodies, our, our shoulders go right up around our ears and we walk around tense. And sometimes we don't even know why we're so, so super tense. And it's just because there's something going on that you haven't addressed and you haven't acknowledged it. And so I'm going to move on to at five months, baby's supposed to be able to hold head up while sitting and roll over from belly to the back. Um, and these again, like, you know, you don't have to say, you don't have to say, oh, I, I don't got this. I got this. All you need to do is say, hmm, yeah, baby's like six months and doing those things or baby's four months and doing those things. So I don't really have to worry. So it's not an exact science, this stuff. You just want to be able to say, okay, well, baby's actually moving forward in these steps. And, um, and forward movement and motion is what's most important. So, um, anyway, I think we'll just leave it at that and just realize like six months, they should be, you know, sitting up in general. So this is going to be very, very vague. They should be able to respond to you between eight and nine months and kind of clap, uh, sometimes crawl between the seven and nine months is super important. Standing up, um, I've seen babies stand up at eight months. I've seen them stand up at 15 months. So um, that's just like a general, like a really, really, really general guideline. 
And if you think something's wrong with your baby, go in, go into a chiropractor, go into your medical doctor, go into somebody who's in a position that knows what the ages and stages are and can actually just monitor and make sure that there is nothing wrong. And then that'll take a whack of stress off of you. Um, I could see it in mom's face when, when I told her, Hey, you know, like baby's okay. Baby's just, baby in this case was just in a little bit of pain. I had to I had to help him along a little bit and he was like a different kid after um, he had his back fix, fixed. He was, so he wasn't doing the ages and stages things because he just was uncomfortable and he had the signs and symptoms and, and a lot of times I tell parents, make sure your baby is not agitated or, or trying to distract themselves because they can't handle the pain. Babies don't know what to do with pain and so their only recourse or resource is to uh, try to do other things, try to like take their mind off of their pain. And so in this case, it was a super easy fix. Baby just needed a little tweak here and there and baby is okay. But most importantly, mom's okay. Like mom has this relief. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, like something's not wrong with my baby. Baby has all the tools baby needs in order to, um, get up and walk and, and do everything. Baby just didn't want to do it because when he did, he was in a little bit of pain. So don't wait guys. If you got a gut feeling, just go with it. Make sure you ask advice. I've done that. And, um, ask advice, but sit back after you get that advice. Don't necessarily follow all of the advice, but say, Hey, is this advice right? And do I need to seek another source? That's, that's like really key. And it's key, not just for you guys, but it's really key for me in my life. Um, and it's key for you as a mom, you want to be that advocate, you want to support your, your children, you want to like elevate them to the into the best state possible. So guys live with passion, live with health and make sure you put, um, health as a huge priority in your life so that you, you can live longer and you can give your kids and your family something that, uh, you didn't have because you're going to be present for longer and you're going to be healthier for longer than your parents ever were. So go with passion guys and, and be passionate about your health. You're listening to Baby Bump to Baby and Beyond by Miss Dr. Mom. Please like and subscribe to our content so that we can continue to help families just like yours with our message. While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, guys, I'm still learning. I will double check all my facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a completely different way of doing things from another one. I'm simply presenting my views on how to treat complaints that will be as evident-based as possible. I welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. I take no money from drugs or device companies. By listening to this podcast or reading this blog, you are you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guest or contributor to the podcast or blog. Under no circumstances shall... 
Miss Dr. Mom, um, any guest or contributors to the podcast or blog or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Miss Dr. Mom be responsible for damages arising from the use of the podcast or blog information.